0: Welcome to the Browns Cast Podcast.
1: Snap is back. Ball is down. The kick is blocked. They got it. Denzel Ward blocked the field goal try. Takes the ball, gives the ball a cut back by Chubb. He's to the 10. He's still running to the 5. He
2: dips outside left. He's going in. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Browns cast. Today we are joined by Cleveland Browns defensive lineman, Andrew Billings. Andrew, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Good. So
2: at what point did you make the decision to opt out of the season and what prompted you to do so?
1: Uh, I made my decision uh, literally after the day we reported, uh, you know, I wanted to wait till I can get in and, uh, you know, ask, you know, the team doctors some questions and, and get those questions answered in which they did. And, uh, you know, that's that's pretty much, you know, when I made it, the factor for me was, uh, you know, not so much being, you know, in the building with the team because I mean, in there, it was all fine. You know, it was, it was really for, you know, playing the game of uh, football. You know, I, I didn't see myself wearing a mask playing football and I think that would be productive for my performance or the team's performance. And uh, I mean, the doctors, you know, they, they told me, you know, with asthma and stuff, I, I'm at high risk. And you know, at that time, they didn't know the, the long-term effects or really the short-term effects for someone like me. And they just gave it to me straight up. And, um, you know, the team was 100% behind any decision I made. And if I chose to play, they're going to help me protect myself as much as possible. But also, if I chose to opt out, they'd be behind me. And... uh I went home, considered it, slept on it, and uh, made my decision the next day.
0: Yeah, so, uh, you know, it sounds like you kind of took, t- took your time. Uh, so could you say that this decision was kind of difficult considering how successful the team was this year, or are you still, you know,
1: you're still firm and
0: you, you think you made the
1: right decision? Uh, I'm still firm. I, you know, it went back and forth, you know. You, know, you miss football, I mean, you really, you miss the locker room, you know, you just miss, you know, doing the job. And uh, so some days, you know, you, you hate it, you know, especially, you know, guys out there playing their butts off and working hard and you're just sitting there at home you know, looking at a, a playbook on your wall. But it's uh, it's still, you know, at the end of the day, it felt like it was the right decision. And uh, especially, you know, with asthma and, you know, finding out more about the long-term effects. Uh, you know, if I had got it out there, I don't know if my lungs would ever been right, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't think I'd ever been hit the, the same level, I've always been at eighty percent at my eighty eighty percent if I can't breathe out there, so it felt like the right decision it still feels like the right decision, and uh you know now the season's over it's it's even because now I can just focus on you know getting back for the next season instead of you know just sitting at home, mm-hmm. so it definitely feels better that the season's over, and it definitely feels better you know, that I made the right decision, especially since yeah, I haven't had COVID. So, <laughs>
2: right. So it's great to know and hear that the organization was fully behind you, no matter which decision you made. But during the season, how did you spend your time? Were you in Cleveland? How did just, can you
1: talk about what you did? Oh yeah. No, I, I was in Cleveland every day, still in Cleveland as we speak, you know, uh, wasn't going to move around until, you know, something happened, vaccine or whatever. Uh, so, uh, you know, I spent every day in Cleveland. Uh you know in the early parts of the season it was a little easier you know I could still get out get out on the field and do some running and, and you know work out and practice some football but you know, as it got colder it kind of became a little bit more frustrating you know just inside all day on the bike and stuff and then all the snow came down and it, you know it just uh it came a little harder but uh you know I tried to stay positive and had a lot of help staying positive and they 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 had a team check on me every once in a while, so that it always helps. But uh, um, as far as that goes, it was a uh, it was a uh, just a year to sit back and learn about myself, really.
2: So it sounds like you kind of got to settle down in Cleveland. Tell me a
1: little bit about your time here. Did you get to see the city at all? I like the place on the internet. Cause that's about all I got to see. <laughs> but uh, uh, Cleveland looks like a great city. Um, you know, I came down here uh, for the NBA Finals. It was beautiful. So uh, I know there's a, there's a lot to Cleveland. Uh, spent a lot of time in the Metro Park. So that was that, that's nice to have out here. Uh, definitely a beautiful city, though. Uh, I, I enjoyed being here for the time and uh, looking forward for, for next year, you know. So you were pretty much
2: quarantined, essentially. You didn't go out much, I take it, right, during the season?
1: No, I didn't go out at all. You know, I made a, I made sure, you know, I wasn't around anybody. I took one trip and I took an RV and we stayed in in the RV. (laughs) So even then we're quarantined. Yeah.
0: uh, I couldn't imagine doing that. Uh, So did you have any contact with the team? Were you involved in the virtual meetings? Uh, Did you FaceTime with the players? Uh, No,
1: no, 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 none of that. Uh, You know, I think you know once you opted out it was kind of you know it was it was a done deal you know you couldn't really uh it wasn't even like IR you just go up to the meetings and you know just sit in it was like i think you have to really uh stay away from the team uh they didn't really uh you couldn't really just go back and forth with coaches and you know talk and stuff so uh it was pretty pretty it felt pretty strict you know NFL has a lot of strict rules as far as uh you know guys not being on that team at that time so uh, no, nah, not not too much uh, involvement in the football aspect, but uh, just really watch the games, watch them on TV, watch them on NFL Game Pass, and that's that's about it. So what's the next step for you now that the season's over? Uh next step for me is, uh, you know, back to the same step I was at this point last year, uh, get my body acclimated for the season.
2: Did you enjoy the atmosphere in Cleveland? Did you get to talk with your teammates and coaches at all?
1: Preparing for the past season that just passed, you know, I got a, I actually got to talk to the coaches and uh, talk to my teammates and you know spend some time and kind of get a feel for what the atmosphere was around the Browns and uh, I really did enjoy it, you know. Day one, you know, I walked in the building and it was a felt like a fresh fresh start. So uh, definitely uh, I love the I love the atmosphere, I love the coaches, uh, I love the teammates. So I definitely I can see myself staying here for a while. So I kinda wanna touch on or go back a little
2: bit to when you originally signed with the team in March. Um, how does that whole free agent process work? Just kind of in general. So like who contacts who? Do you like set up meetings? How does that all come together?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh it's, it pretty much goes through your through the through my agent. Uh didn't have too much contact with teams. It was really my agent on the phone all day, all night, talking to people and uh you know then you get your offers and basically make your decision you know uh, for me it was just really factoring what i wanted you know out of a team so it's just it's really you know you kind of keep to yourself uh you know take the pros and cons from each thing and uh you know see what fits best for you
0: so what made you sign with the browns uh, originally with
1: the browns it was it was more of a just where I saw myself and where this team was headed kind of felt like college, you know, you know, new team turning around. Um, still in the same division, which I, I kind of, I really, I liked. And, uh, you know, after talking to the coaches about the defense and stuff, uh, it really, I really saw myself fitting in as far as the technique they wanted and the style of play they are planning for. And also just, you know, you want to, I wanted to go to a team that, that one kind of could use me and uh, they made it, made it clear, like, look, we're, you know, we're going to run this, this quick style defense. And, you know, this (laughs) defense doesn't necessarily call for the the large, you know, nose guard, but you know, the conference we're in, the teams that we play definitely call for a a large nose guard. And uh, I was like, you know what, that sounds good. And I'm in, you know, I like, I like the four point stance. I like getting off the ball and that's what they wanted. I felt like I could actually do that and succeed. That's awesome. So speaking about the same division,
2: you watched the Browns beat the Bengals twice earlier this year, which was your former team. For those of you listening that don't know. So did you wish you were out there going against your former teammates?
1: Uh, Man, I wish I was out there going against everybody. (laughs) (laughs) To be real. It's not even like, it's not like I was just playing and like I couldn't play against the Bengals. It was a, I wish I was just out there against everybody. To be real. Uh, I would have loved to go against the Bengals because that would have just been extended practice, you know? <laughs> yeah.
2: So going back to your college days, I know you played against Baker in 2015. Do you forgive Baker for beating your Baylor Bears? Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not, I, I ain't going to hold nothing from, from college. Uh, Baker did his thing in college like he's doing his thing in the NFL. So, uh, so it's always good to see people like that succeed. I, you know, I like I like seeing the Big Twelve quarterbacks doing their thing in the NFL. It, it really, it's nice to see.
2: One more quick thing from that game. Do you remember sacking Baker at all?
1: Yeah, remember that. I think I do. The thing I do was like me and Oakman on the same side. Oakman got some good pressure, and he had to step up in the pocket. I think that's the sack you're talking about. Uh, now nah, that was a good sack. Uh, it was a good game. OU. They they always had a a good uh, O line, so. It was always fun.
2: So we look back to your high school days. You beat Mark Henry's lifting record doing an 805-pound squat, a 500-pound bench press, and a 705-pound deadlift. How on earth
1: did you do that? Man, uh, a whole bunch of time in the weight room. A whole bunch of time in the weight room, a whole bunch of time learning the proper technique for my my body type. And uh Really it was a, it was a lot more planning than it looks. I didn't just go out there and just try to get the most weight. you know everything I did that day I had done before and uh, you know I could have went out there and tried to do a PR, but it wasn't really about PR. We really wanted me and my coach we really want to break that record. That was more important. and uh, so we, we came out there with a plan and you know, we, we stuck to it all the way through. Is high school
2: football in Texas really that much more intense than the average high school football game anywhere else?
1: You know, I've never seen another – actually, I have seen another high school football game. And uh, is it more intense? It feels like it. You know, it's in high school, you know, I'm out there playing out of the line and uh, it felt more intense than everybody else. But, you know, I'm always going to be biased. But I was out there doing my thing. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so, last thing really quick before we wrap this up. J.J. Watt was released from the Texans earlier uh, last week, and it's being reported that the Browns are, you know, pretty serious contenders to land him. What would it mean for him to come to Cleveland and play alongside him?
1: As, you know, anything like that. A guy like J.J. Watt, man, is you know, I, we play different positions, but, you know, I'm not going to pick his brain about, you know, how to play like him because that's not going to happen. I could pick his brain about, you know, and just listen to him talk just about, you know, how he lasted so long in the league and, you know, how he kept himself in shape and, and you know, how he approached every game. It's always nice to, to see guys like that, you know? So, you know, playing with him and just really watching him and listening to him and talking to him, it would be nice. I think he, he has a lot to offer, you know, not only in play, but, you know, to the other players on the team, especially the D line. So, you know, I think that's a good move, uh, not only for the game, but for the betterment of the, the whole team.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. A future Hall of Famer that will be able to come in and help everyone out. So um, thank you again for joining us. We're excited to see you back on the field next year with the Browns, and we appreciate your time today. Oh, yeah, thank you.